Welcome everyone to the Proven Knowledge Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Church. I'm a music producer from Northeast Ohio. I began this weekly interview series to give you different perspectives on how to approach a career in the field from different artists, producers, engineers, and other great minds who share their stories on not only what's made them succeed, but also what has shaped them into the people that they are today. I hope you gain some real proven knowledge from the show and that it helps elevate you and your endeavors on your own journey towards success as well. Let's get into it. Going on, everyone. Welcome to episode 177 here on the Proven Knowledge Podcast. This is the Creator Series. Today, I welcomed an artist, TEDx speaker, and a vocal coach. Her name is Emma G. Emma is originally from New Zealand, but currently lives in the Washington, D.C. area. She talked about her overall love for music and how that has led her to help a ton of people from all over the world. Um, like I said, through public speaking, through her one-on-one vocal coaching. She talked about, you know, the life experiences that she's been through, um, very vulnerable moments that she was comfortable with sharing. Um, you know, I, I hope you guys take a lot from it. You'll hear it during the episode. Um, but I really just admire Emma's, you know, desire to push through these moments of her life and really just grow from them uh, and also be able to not only have a better life for herself, but help create a better life for others. And I think that's the ultimate selfless thing that can be done is being able to do these things for others and use music as the tool to make it happen. I think Emma is just a rock star at everything she does. You know, ever since I got connected with her, I've just been super inspired by what she's been doing on social media and just everything she's got going on. I'm excited to see what's next for her. And hopefully we can get her on here again very soon. This is a great episode from a really great individual. So I hope you guys enjoy this one as always. And without further ado, let's get into it. All right, well, welcome everyone to episode 177 here on the Proven Knowledge Podcast. This is the Creators Series. Today we have an incredible artist. Not only is she an artist, public speaker, vocal coach, does a lot of amazing things. We got connected a few weeks ago, but I can already tell she is an amazing individual. I'm happy to have her here today. Uh, please welcome Emma G to the show. How are you, Emma? Oh my goodness, I'm well, thank you. How are you doing today? <laughs> doing great. Like I said, thank you for you know getting in touch with me, and I'm happy to have you here today. Um, and really, just to start off every episode, you know, we have the guests give some background. You know, how did you get into music initially? How long have you been at it? Um, you know, just some basic info for those that might not know you and what you do. Sure, sure. It's always an interesting question. You know, introduce yourself, tell the world who you are, uh, and I always feel like that's such a it's such a simplistic question that is so difficult to answer for so many people because nobody's two-dimensional. So to that end, uh, I am also not a two-dimensional human, and I am a singer-songwriter, correct. I'm also a youth empowerment through songwriting coach, author, two-times TEDx speaker, and basically on a mission to save the world one song at a time, whether that's through the music that I make or the music that I help young people write for themselves. And I've been... I mean, I've been singing my entire life, uh, I'll be completely honest, and I think a, lot, a big part of that is because I found very early on um, that music was not just my love language, but a tool that I could use to really um, step into and embrace the power of my voice and be vulnerable in a way that made me feel powerful. Hmm. Um, you know, obviously we're all familiar with Brené Brown's vulnerability is a powerful place to be but um you know idea but i think it's still it's still a very 
um, scary place for most people, especially young people. Um, and I was born with a relatively rare neurological condition called hydrocephalus. So I've, by the time I was 10, I'd had 10 brain surgeries. But also by the time I was 10, I'd also written close to 500 songs. So, you know, music is the place that I find happiness, security, and um, authentic power, I mm. think. Yeah. Um, and that's my hope to like help young people yeah. find that for themselves. And that's super awesome. Yeah. And I did see that on your social media about, you know, you having the brain surgeries and everything. I thought that was incredible. And just being able to, for you to overcome that and to get to where you are today, especially is super huge. And, you know, I commend you for doing that and giving back in the way that you have, because I think that's super vital. And it's like, I think a lot of people, you know, even when we go through trials, it's like, you can kind of choose how you do it too. It's like, you're going to let those things completely demoralize you and ruin your entire life or you can choose to you know continue to push through and just to be able to do it for yourself but to do it for others is such a great thing um so i just have to first of all say congrats on that and that's super awesome and using music that really is like a universal language for all of us you know what i mean and being able to even if you're not an artist you know you're either a fan or you appreciate have an appreciation for music as well um so it's super awesome and yeah i was i was definitely excited when you reached out and i just went through like your social media and everything. And I was like, this, she's, she's incredible. So I'm definitely happy that you're here. Um, and I did want to ask, you know, with that in mind, with, you know, what you had to overcome from a young age, you know, in mind as well, what do you think was one of the biggest challenges when you decided you were going to actually devote your life to music and really just helping people and giving back? Now that, that could also be more than one challenge, but what's something that comes to mind that was like a huge thing you had to get through to kind of get to where you are today? Oh, that's a really good question. I, oh, um, I think at every point in a person's life, we're presented with multiple opportunities to choose your own adventure. Um, and I think what that means to me is that every struggle in particular has been a catalyst for change. And and it's been up to me to decide what kind of change I want to lean into. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I mean, there've been multiple times throughout my life that I have found um, I've had the opportunity to either choose to go through it or to grow through it, mm-hmm. right? Um, the biggest, I think, example I can name that, um, I don't know, like there have been multiple opportunities for that. It'll, we all go through you know, tests, if you will. Um, I, I, I guess the earliest, maybe the earliest memory that I have of experiencing and deciding for myself what kind of human I want to grow into as a result of, not in spite of, but as a result of the growing pains um, would be, you know, as a, and I, I don't know how TMI you want me to get here, but, um, you know, on my 15th birthday, um, I endured an account encounter with my uncle that was 
um, incredibly traumatic. You know, up until that point in my life, I was already very confused. I've been struggling with depression since I was 12. Um, and, you know, to have this event occur, you know, the day after my 15th birthday um, was, and, I mean, there's, there's no words for it. Like, what do you, how do you describe that kind of trauma? It's, mm. it's, but unfortunately, it's something that happens to so many young women and so many young men. Um, so I took it on myself to, you know, step into another sort of part of my psyche, if you will, because music taps into so many parts of our psyches that um, I first, you know, had to cognitively recognize that I was not alone in this experience, that there are multiple people that do experience and endure and overcome. Um, but also that I had a unique experience, a unique opportunity, sorry, to channel that trauma in a way that would serve me and in a way that made discussing the issue a lot less scary mm-hmm. um, and a lot less um, uncomfortably. Um, so I ended up writing a song called Barbed Wire, um, which, of course, if you know me and my music at all, you'll know that I released in April this year um, as part of Sexual Assault Awareness Month. Um, and it won a Telly Award. It came silver in this year's Telly Awards. And so that, in and of itself, I think, um, was a, a huge testament to how music has like not only been a lifeline of survival, but also can now proffer as a as a lifeline for other people who might feel alone or mm-hmm. might be struggling with similar issues absolutely Sorry, that, was a, that was maybe a little bit more intense than you wanted no <laughs> no i honestly well i gotta say this i honestly appreciate you for being willing to share it and i know again i've i've seen other clips of your interviews in the past as well and i i knew this going in so i appreciate you for sharing it once again on this platform because i think it is super important and specifically the way that you've been able to channel that into music and into, like you said, something more constructive and something that can help others too. Uh, that's yeah. super important. And I don't think we've ever had anyone share something like that on this show, but I think it needs to be said as well. And it's like, you're right. There are so many people that have had those similar experiences too. And maybe people that, you know, they might be afraid to speak up or speak out against, you know, whoever they had to deal with in that situation too. So it's like a lot of different things and a lot of emotions that go into that. Um, I definitely want to encourage, you know, anyone listening to that, if you have that experience or you've had that experience, don't be afraid to, you know, seek help and seek the guidance that you need to get through it. It's obviously something that can affect you forever. Even if you get through it regardless and you're building a better life, it's always going to be there. You know what I mean? It's, it's an unfortunate reality, but I think just being able to talk with people that, you know, I've had similar instances and just be able to get through it in a healthy way. That's super important. And uh, again, I, I say thank you for what you've done uh, through that experience, being able to help other people. Uh, and I appreciate you for sharing that 100%. So that's super great. I definitely want to touch on, you know, what you do in vocal coaching and what you do with your TEDx speaking as well. And I, I kind of want to know, because I'm not familiar with really either one of those, because I don't do either one of those, really. Other than this podcast, I don't really speak a ton. So I kind of want to know, you know, what are the similarities between those two as far as like how you approach them? And maybe what is the differences? Because I know in vocal coaching, you know, you're trying to get the best out of someone. You're trying to get their 
voice to sound as good as possible really just unlock another side of themselves as an artist but as a speaker I feel like you're trying to inspire you're trying to get people to see something in themselves that maybe they don't see you know as and until they hear you speak on a similar thing and they're like oh I went through that as well so like so if you yeah. if you understand the question like I guess it's just like how do you take elements of what you do in both and kind of you know approach them the same way or differently instructor i am not a typical american vocal instructor i've been here for you know coming up eight and a half years now uh well sorry not i'm coming up nine years in the states really um and you know i haven't grown up in new zealand where we have a, a strong reverence for our indigenous culture that people you know maori people um my father was from fiji all, but all Pacifica people, generally speaking, have a very similar um, understanding and, and connection with source and with spirit. Um, so for me, vocal coaching is kind of an offset of acknowledging and stepping into your power. So they're very similar, actually. Mm. Um, as a keynote speaker, my whole thing is reminding people of their power, reminding people of the validity of their voices, reminding people that they're important um, and that they're valuable. And vocal coaching is kind of the physical manifestation of that same message. You know, so many of my, my clients over the last coming up 18 years of teaching, um, which is wild, <laughs> just, you know, <laughs> on the, uh, yeah, I can't believe that I've been teaching for that long. But um, so many of my clients really, you know, it's not just about becoming a rock star. It's not just about singing on stage. For them, it's um, vocalization is an opportunity for them to work through, like first identify and work through stress in their life. Um, because, you know, your body's an instrument. As a vocalist, you need to make sure that you have you know, looking after your instrument the best way you can. Therefore, stress does not serve you mm. as a vocalist. So if you are, you know, feeling in a funk, um, how can I, as your vocal coach, help you navigate and work through that? And that, so that's where a lot of the, like the life coaching aspect of, of vocalization comes in, which is wild. Um, because it's, it's, you know, most, I think, vocal teachers look at the symptoms. They don't look at the cause of um you know of, of vocal issues so it's the same thing with, with, with when i'm speaking and when, when i'm running workshops or when i'm coaching one-on-one -on -one. i i'm very focused on the spiritual holistic aspect of, of my audience and of my clients making sure that they feel seen heard, validated yes but also that they feel safe that they feel you know heard that they um you know understand their bodies and their spirit and their emotional selves um and use you know move on throughout life whether it's after a conference or after a lesson feeling empowered and yeah valuable mm -hmm. Hey, hope you're enjoying the episode so far. I just wanted to take a quick minute out to let you know how you can become a monthly supporter of the show. So if you click on the show description in your podcast platform, you'll see the words support this podcast toward the bottom and you can follow that link to sign up. You have the options of donating a dollar, five dollars or ten dollars a month. And that'll be used towards making the show a better experience for you as the listener. 
Uh, that means new and exciting guests, giveaways, and a lot more that we can continue to provide for you. So feel free to click that link and check it out or visit anchor.fm backslash proven knowledge backslash support to contribute today. And for now, let's get back into the episode. I, I'm so glad I asked the question because I came up with it last week. I'm like, this might be a really good one. I, I formulated it. I'm like, I, I'm curious to know, but that that's amazing. And I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that you have that too, because it, it sounds like you're able to honestly inject like your real personality into it as well. And that gains, you're able to gain the trust, you know what I mean? From yeah. the people you're talking with and working with on a daily basis. So I think that's really the only way to do it. And I, I, I think I wanted to put that in there because, you know, for the people listening as well, it's like, no matter what you do, if you're an artist, producer, like whatever you're doing with what, when you're working with someone else, like you got to do that. You know what I mean? You got to show them like your real humanity and show them that you can be trusted and they can, they can come to you with their needs and wants and it's a safe, safe place. You know what I mean? So, uh, I, I definitely love that. And I think just for you, that's been super vital. It sounds like for you, that's been, you know, one of the big things that's kept you going through, like you said, 18 years, you know what I mean? Cause you gotta really enjoy that and the different people you've been able to meet and affect. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and, and it's, it's interesting. Cause I think, I think you're right. I think um, we kind of, we get hung up on, I don't know. I, I, we get hung up, I think on this whole idea of wanting to trust your vocal teacher. My big thing is like, yes, please trust me. I, I, I don't, I don't ever view myself as your vocal coach. I view myself as like your big sister, your friend, your little sister, whatever. Um, and we're on this journey of self-discovery for your voice together. Mm. But more importantly, and th- this is like sincerely my prayer, is that my clients walk away from their sessions with me trusting their own voice. It's not about me and my voice. Mm. It's about them uh, trusting their voice. Um, that that's really, really the important takeaway yeah. for them, for me. Yeah. Well, I love that. And that's super, super vital and super important. And, uh, I, I don't know if you guys are, if anyone out there is looking for, you know, vocal training, anything, hit up Emma. Well, you know, I'm not operatic, but we'll try. Yeah, well, got to give it a go for sure. But um, I definitely want to get into what you're doing as well as an artist because you're. I know you're still doing live performances here and there, putting out new music. So, what have you been up to? You know, the calendar year just so far in 2023, and do you have anything for the rest of the year as well planned? I'm sure it's a lot, but what can you share with us? So much going on. So, at the end of last year, um, I had this outrageous idea that I wanted to put together like a, a one woman stage production called soundtrack and progress um, that talked about my well sort of cataloged a, a, a number of songs that I've written throughout my teenage 20s and 30s years um, and talking about you know how music has been such a huge catalyst for mental emotional and social well-being um, but whatever the stars did not align, God had other plans for me, whatever, it didn't work out. Okay, cool. So I, I kind of rejigged my, my thinking a little bit and looked at the songs that I had included in my soundtrack in progress project. And what do you know, Anthony, every single song that I'd written somehow aligned with a cause or awareness that is honored in this country. 
So, you know, February, I released a single called Soon in conjunction with Valentine's Day. April, uh, March was Women's History Month, so I released a song called The Show, which I wrote when I was 12, talking about the, the pressures that we often have as women um, to perform our lives as opposed to live our lives. Um, in April, of course, was Barbed Wire for Sexual Assault Awareness Month, so on and so forth. Um, so that has been a pretty incredible journey um, through not just like walking the walk and, um, about showing people this is actually what I've been doing as a teenager mind, you know, up until now myself. So I'm not just completely bull, bullying my way. Bullying? Is that? I'm trying to be politically correct here. <laughs> I'm not lying my way to my, through these kids. Mm. You know, this is something that I, um, you know, that I practice myself. Um, but, you know, so it, that has been a really fun experience. And then, of course, the Hard Rock Cafe here in D.C., picked up that mission of mine and so I've been doing a residency with them for the last six or so months which has been phenomenal um and I'm really grateful for their for their support and um you know a couple of the songs I've been kind of like showing showing them off um early to people at the Hard Rock Cafe um and then I'm bringing that up because next year we are looking at joining forces for a U.S. tour um, in partnership with the Hard Rock. So it's it's all it's all about music and mental health for me. It's all about you know finding organizations and businesses that that um, are excited about that mission as well, mm-hmm. and, and just helping young people um, recognize the importance of honoring that mental health. Yeah. Well, that's super awesome. And again, congrats on all that 100%. And I think I like how you had that initial idea. And you once it kind of shifted to something else, you didn't just completely scrap it. You know what I mean? Like you shifted it to something that was also more positive and that could help people as well. So I think that's another good lesson is just when you have these ideas, if you're so set on a plan, just because it falls through, it doesn't mean that the plan's just useless, you can shift it to something else and make something else happen out of it. So I definitely love that. And again, everything that you got coming up, I'm, I'm definitely excited for it. So I'm going to be, you know, tapped in to see what you got going on for sure. Um, last few questions here. And these are ones I ask on every episode. These are more life related stuff. Um, and the first one is if you could go back 10 years ago, maybe give yourself a piece of advice or maybe not change anything at all. What do you think you would do? years ago 10 years ago it was 2013 I had just gotten out of an incredibly toxic relationship and was on about to go on tour with my then hard rock band called Static Era that was a pretty cool time in my life I'm not gonna lie um what I would tell myself however was to have more grace with myself I felt very stupid um, for finding myself in such a dangerous relationship. Um, but in retrospect, I think it's really important for us all to recognize that at any point in time, we're only ever doing the best we can with the, with what we have mm-hmm. and with the knowledge we have and with the experience we have. Um, and so being able to kind of give myself grace that, you know, okay, that was an experience. 
don't do that again now <laughs> now that you know um i think that that was my you know that that that's what I, my biggest takeaway from that year but then of course you know um to sort of reference back to our conversation earlier um I, I don't believe in going through life just for the sake of going through it. I believe that in every in every um, adverse experience, we have an opportunity to grow and become better and become more awesome and whatever. And so as a result of that really horrendous period of my life, I did some pretty cool things. I was the ambassador for Tough Mudder when it first came to New Zealand which is an 18-kilometer obstacle race through mud and ice. Um, And then I became sixth place in New Zealand's version of X Factor. Well, it was, you know, it was X Factor New Zealand. Mm. Um, You know, so I came sixth in that. My band's album hit number 11 on the top 20 charts. Um, I won New Zealander of the Year Local Heroes Award. So, like, all of these wonderful things happened, I think, because of... The, the lessons I had to learn. Mm-hmm. So I think just like, yeah, having grace. Yeah, I definitely love that. And if we flip it then and we say 10 years from now, where do you think you see all of this going? Everything you got going on and where do you see yourself just in the future? Oh, goodness. Um, <laughs> where do I see myself in the future? What I would, where I would like to see myself in the future is um, touring the country, touring the world, um, speaking and singing for people um, and just rem- and r- running workshops and, you know, just giving back and helping people recognize and, and step into their the power of their voice. Um, I've always, you know, since the beginning of 2020, one of my good friends, Jero Williams, um, t- coined me the musical version of Oprah. And I thought that was hilarious. Um but I kind of, that's kind of where I, where I would love to see myself, you know, somebody who has my own TV talk show and, you know, talks to people and, and speaks at conventions and runs workshops and sings for, for audiences purely with the purpose of helping people understand how badass they are. Mm. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be quite incredible, honestly. Own TV show, TV network. Aim high. Yeah, you got to. You got to. And do you have any final words of wisdom today for the listeners? Words of wisdom. I think one of the things that's often it keeps coming up in my psyche when it comes to um life in general is just remembering that. You are loved, you are love, and everything you could possibly need lives within you. That's a really um, just important, valuable message that mm-hmm. I I learned in Barcelona a couple of years ago, and sometimes I think we forget. Yeah, definitely always, always good to be reminded, for sure. Mm-hmm. And Emma, I want to thank you again so much for agreeing to do this, you know, wanting to do this, and I had a great time. I hope you did as well, and you know, we, we'll definitely have to reconnect soon, but I appreciate it. I look forward to it, Anthony. Thank you so much. Thanks, everyone, for listening today. That was episode 177. We'll be back this time next week. As always, hit the support button on your podcast streaming platform if you'd like to send any funds. And feel free to leave us that five-star rating if you enjoyed today's episode. So we'll see you then. Thanks, everyone.